Welcome to Sustainable Development for the Soul. I am your host, Craig Polhamus. Welcome again. This is a continuation of yesterday's episode, which I entitled Leading the Impactful Life. It's an interview with Dave Pazinski, a good friend, colleague, and role model for myself. The Bible reading for today is taken from Isaiah chapter 35, verse 1. The land that was desolate and impassable shall be glad, and the wilderness shall rejoice and shall flourish like the lily. Back with Dave, any thoughts on the uh, reflection today? Or I, I love that image uh, that you chose from the scripture. Uh, land shall flourish. Uh, boy, don't we all hope for that. I think so. I think it's all of our jobs to bring in the kingdom of God to life here on earth. But we were talking about your various involvements. Some of the things I didn't bring up yesterday was uh, some of your volunteering with uh, Seymour School and of course St. Lucie's uh, where you're involved with the Finance Committee as well as our sister community in Nicaragua. I understand your wife is there now doing an assessment, which is wonderful. You were also involved with the Red Cross Disaster Action Team as a uh, crisis intervention counselor for, I guess, 25 years. Wow. Let me ask you, what do you find most satisfying with your involvement in these various organizations? It always comes back to um, just appreciating the people that you're hopefully being uh, able to walk with a little bit and serve. Uh, my wife, Jerry, always puts it very, very well where she said, uh, you have gifts, I have gifts, let's share together. Mm. And uh, she's really lived by that. And, uh, and I think that you know most of the opportunities that I've had have uh, reflected that. It's like when I have the opportunity at Seymour School to work with kindergartners or second graders with reading and can come home and share that story with my kids or uh, sometimes in a, in a Red Cross opportunity, which are oftentimes with certainly with difficult situations. But uh, to be able to just be with someone and say, you know, you have such strength. Uh, how can I help you at this time? But I know you've got a lot of strength as well. So I, I think it's always what you see in the trade of uh, interchange with the person that's mm. really inspiring to me that hopefully keeps me involved and keeps me appreciating them in, you know, in a way that uh, I wouldn't have that opportunity. It sounds like what you're saying is we really need to be there for each other. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, I think it is a mutuality. Uh, you know, you're not going to make it right necessarily. You're not going to, you're going to be able to be a little help, perhaps, hopefully. But if you're not, that's uh, the way it is. And mm. uh, But I, I guess if I put it in a theological language, not to get overly uh, that way, but I, I do believe God uses you, and even if you're not uh, successful in the general sense of the word with a situation, it's like, you know, you're there, you're still walking with somebody, and, uh, and that's good. Great. Well, 
One last thing I wanted to bring up was your involvement with Central New York Interfaith Sanctuary Coalition. Mm. Would you like to say a few words of what you've witnessed? I understand you were just down in El Paso, Texas for 10 days in June. What did you witness there uh, with the immigration crisis at the uh, U.S.-Mexico border? Is there any uh, hope for the future? Boy, hope for the future is the question that I think weighs on the hearts of everybody, and especially those of us that had the opportunity to be there in similar border situations. Uh, I did see a lot of hopeful eyes of people, a lot of hope in their commitment to keep uh, on a path that would bring them to a greater sense of dignity and a sense of being worthwhile persons, even though they'd been through so much. For us, it was a tremendous opportunity as a family. I had my two children who were in their early 20s with us, and we had a wonderful time together just reflecting different nights and what we'd seen and the strength of people, even in their pain and suffering. I think that's just seeing that people are willing to keep going on, even with a great sense of, of uh, suffering, was something that I think inspires me and uh, so it makes you go on to say, okay, what else can I do? How else can I be faithful in walking with you? Mm, wonderful. I can't express how delighted I am with the interview so far. But let's finish up by talking about the Sustainable Development Goals. Your activities have touched on so many of them. What, if you can, what would you consider the most important issues facing us in your experience? Well, uh, I've been learning more and more, obviously, about the uh, uh, need that we all have to uh, be aware of the change, the climate, the global warming, and um, what can I do personally? And that's the challenge to me, is what do I do personally? And there are a lot of tremendous goals here that I need to translate more on a, on a personal level. So I think that uh, that sense of uh, one of the things, the reducing inequalities, is certainly something that we think of more, but the climate action uh, whether it's in our legislation or in our personal lives is the one that I know I'd like to concentrate more on. What do I do in terms of my own habits and what can I really keep plugging at with uh, the political and uh, manufacturing scene to continue to make a, ch a difference? It's hard work and it's tedious at times and it will also require change that I know is going to cause me some uh, change of lifestyle too. So that's what I'm hoping mm. to work on. Excellent. You know, like we talked about our sister community in Nicaragua, right. one of my insights that I have that has driven me to provide this podcast is to see how that has functioned over the years being kind of a bottom-up uh, mm -hmm. situation where individuals take on responsibility for those around them. And like your life is a testament to what one individual can be such an impact on those around them. My hope is that 
whatever you have is contagious and other people can catch it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You too, my friend. I've been glad to share that particular commitment with you as well as others, but certainly our common uh, experiences in Nicaragua has been a wonderful experience for us together and for our parishes and, uh, and just to give us that sense that we're part of a small part of that bigger scene. Mm, absolutely. I think we've only touched upon just a few of the aspects that the wisdom that you have to share with us. Perhaps you can come back another time and we can continue this conversation. I thank you so much for being here and uh, I hope that you've been inspired by what you've heard today and yesterday and that you will go forth and do great things like Dave. Wishing you and yours a green Christmas. Till next time.